everyone. Welcome back to Going for Two with Jack Taylor. My name is Jack Taylor. And my name is Hunter too. And uh, we're so glad to have you guys back. It's been a week since we've been with you. We've had some baseball since then. But first off, I want to start off with some Friday morning motivation. And it comes from, honestly, one of my favorite movies, the uh, Alex Hitchens in Hitch. So he says, life is not, a, the, not the amount of breaths you take. It's the moments that take your breath away. And, dude, did we have some moments that took our breath away this weekend against Tulane? We sure did. And that, <laughs> You know what? That's our first topic. And, you know, among other topics, we're going we're gonna to talk about how, you know, we're glad we didn't get to watch the USM game. Uh, yeah. I, I would have hated to watch a dominant pitching performance. Yeah, that, that sounds horrible. We're going to talk about, a little bit about rankings. And then the new ticket situation. Two claps and a Ric Flair for that. We, we can sit outside now, maybe, possibly. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about our team going forward, talk about a little bit of our pitching, our batting, and then our, our defense, which has been some of the bigger questions this year. Yeah. Then we're going to talk about our competition coming forward until we meet you all again. So, yeah. And then we're going to close it out with some Instagram questions, as always. Which is our, just our favorite part. Yeah. So, yeah. so first of all, that two-lane game was really, really fun. Yeah, the whole series, whole series. was just was just incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, started off on the mound for them. They had Brandon Oltoff, who, I mean, all things considered, wasn't just like this dominating presence on the mound. He was a, a crafty little pitcher who just, I mean, threw probably 90 miles an hour max. They just had us on our heels the entire game. I mean, he went eight innings, which is just insane, and probably could have gone the full nine. I mean, he, his pitch count wasn't crazy high. Yeah, we gave him enough five pitch innings. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was like hittable pitches, but he was just, just mowing us down. Yeah. Like, he wasn't striking everybody out. I mean, he was just pitching to contact and doing a really good job. What do you it. think about the situation when we uh, sent the umpires out there to check for a foreign <laughs> substance? Okay, I mean, that, if it was really for a foreign substance, that's something that you do in, like, the first inning. If it's anything after that, it's a really petty move, I think, by Lamonis. Um, it's just... Oltoff had the best reaction you could possibly have he to really it. He really did. I mean, for a pitcher, I feel like that's nothing but a compliment to you, because it's like, your stuff is so nasty that there's no way you're doing this just by yourself. You have yeah. to have something going on. And so he he gave the glove he gave the glove to the umpire and said, You can check it if you want to. You can check any anything on me. I promise you I'm I'm doing this by myself. He gave us a thumbs up. And then gave the dugout a thumbs up and continued to mow us down for five more innings. Yeah. That that you know, right there really could have been a changing point in the whole game. Yeah, I mean if you know Rowdy would have got a if Rowdy double if off Rowdy of gets a double, um I mean Rowdy would do a thumbs up, and that would be the end of the Every, game. Everything would go, yeah. But but uh, Brandon Oltoff, for those who don't know, he's an All-American pitcher. He should have been drafted last year had it been a normal draft. It was only five rounds, and uh, but he will be drafted this year, probably pretty pretty early if I had to imagine. Um, so Yeah, I think, I'm a, I think I'm a fan of him. Yeah. I like the two-lane team. Uh, I know a lot of people are like, yeah, they're a bunch of punks, but you know what? You have two choices when you come to the Judy Noble playing against the top five team. You can either like, sit, sit down and be like the team, act like you're supposed to, or you can come in here and not be scared of the other team. And like, It's not like they were doing anything. They were celebrating home runs and strikeouts. Yeah, I, mean, I have no <laughs> problem with that. And it's probably something that most teams, like a lot of teams have done before, but there's just a big crowd yeah. in the stadium and you just can't hear it. I mean, it, with a 25% capacity crowd, you can hear everything that goes on. You mm-hmm. can hear outfielders talking to each other. You can hear, you know, obviously you can hear the opposing team's dugout, which I, you couldn't hear in a normal Duty Noble field. So. I'd love to see Tulane in an Oxford regional. Yeah. That would be so I don't, much I don't fun. I don't want to 
smell them in a Starkville regional. Me either. But uh, yeah, if they if they went to some, I, I guarantee you, wherever whatever regional they're a part of, it's going to be a lot of fun, and mm-hmm. they have a really good chance of winning it. Because yeah, other than the bullpen, that team is is pretty. Yeah, winning two out of three against them. Yeah, feels really good. I mean, and we're we're playing with. I mean, our offense didn't really show up until the ninth inning of the last two games mm-hmm. of that series. Our defense was really really slacking. And still and our, no Bedner. And starting pitching is lacking. Yeah, with with and our, Sarantola was n- not good. Christian McLeod's not himself. Sarantola just hadn't seen much of him this year. We've seen that Frist one still game. Our best pitcher. Frist Sims. <laughs> Landon, oh, Sims. Sims. Landon Sims might be the redeeming factor of our pitching staff, but uh, starting pitching just hasn't. We haven't seen a great start yet, maybe. other than maybe the Southern Miss game. Yeah, but you know, let's talk about the Southern Miss game. Let's and, do it. You know, everyone's excited that you know it wasn't even on ESPN Plus. Yeah, like uh, if you nothing. if you wanted to keep up with this game, your options were Twitter and Jay Powell and, and a, Jim Ellis. A so. bad radio call. I don't know why it was off, but it just was. Yeah. At the time, I mean, we thought there was a Brad Compass home run. and Turns and, out Brad Compass was injured. <laughs> still don't really know what was going on there. But, I thought um, it went off the wall in the bullpen. <laughs> yeah. Me too. For the record, love Jim Ellis, but uh, last night's, like, it was just a weird, weird, mm-hmm. weird call for the game. But, uh, yeah, last night was our first... I, what I would say was our first dominant starting pitching performance. Mm-hmm. You had Houston Harding going and and striking out. I, I don't know the exact number, but striking out a lot of batters. And then everybody that came in in relief did the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twenty batters struck out for uh, Southern Miss, and that is just an, a staggering number. I think I saw that we haven't struck out that many batters in a game since two thousand three. That seems. That's been a long time. Uh, yeah, that's like a few years ago. Yep. More than a few. And uh, we won the game 4-1. to one. The only run came... It was an unearned run by a Brad Cumbest error on a base hit by Dustin Dickerson. So, uh, West Jones product there. Got to give him a little shout-out uh, in the nine hole. But, um, so, uh, I mean, not an earned run for the Southern Miss, but still, I mean, looks seems like a pretty competitive team. And, yeah. And uh, I'm sure they're going to... would have seen how far off the throw was coming in. But, yeah. But you, I, know, you know, radio... Yeah, so uh, between Southern Miss and Tulane, which is the teams that we've played since we uh, recorded last, I mean, those are two probably regional teams, mm-hmm. and uh, we handled them pretty well. Uh, a couple walk-off uh, walk-off games against Tulane were yeah, really fun. Those are real fun. Yeah, yeah um, so our team going forward, uh, one thing, Bedner's still not in the rotation for pitching. Yeah. Uh, really no word on that. Uh, at first, in the Texas tournament, it was... Uh, stiff neck. Now you got to be thinking. I mean, you got to be thinking it's something with his arm. But then again, you don't want to think too much about it because it's not really our business, I yeah. guess. But pitches gotta, are weird. You got to wonder, you know. Um, so not really sure what's going on with with Bedner there. But I'm not. I'm not hating the the Fristo starting on Sundays. Yeah, I like Fristo. Yeah, Fristo's and, growing and on me. I think we have about you know, eighteen or nineteen guys in our bullpen for some reason. So. Uh, <laughs> You, you, We've pitched like twenty three pitchers so far this season, which seems excessive. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, a deep bullpen is really essential to yeah. making any deep run in college if baseball. We so. can find six guys out of that. That seems like a winning. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, you think about the twenty nineteen team, which was dominant from start to finish. You had guys in the bullpen: Colby White, Lee Belt, and. Cole Gordon, and those are the three guys you think of. So, I mean, you're talking about twenty three guys in our bullpen, and Maybe we can find you know five or six guys. Like which one of those three would you bring onto this team this year? 
Um, Lee Belt had some pretty nasty stuff, mm-hmm. but Gordon was a shutdown closer. Yeah. And, you know, we saw in the game against, uh, in the last game against Tulane, Spencer Price kind of gave up a, uh, what could have been a, that was a shot, by the way. Yeah, gave up a home run. Second that, ball that of the day that landed the on the practice field. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I, I believe in Spencer Price, but having Cole Gordon, they come in, you just know you're not going to lose the game. Mm-hmm. That That's a good feeling. Yeah. So, um, but Colby yeah, but, White throwing 99 miles an hour is not bad either. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of our bats? Um, I think I think we're all right. I think mm-hmm. we're going to be all right. I mean, the more at bats you get, the more games you play, the better the better you're going to be as a hitting team. Um, I don't like it. We're not showing up to the ninth inning, but then again, it's Mississippi State baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You gotta you gotta you be know the, what's exciting if it's not in the ninth. You gotta be the cardiac dogs, you know, <laughs> for sure. But um, just yeah, trying to sell more shirts. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think that'll that'll continue to, to get better as we go. Um, we started out with Rowdy being really hot this year and hadn't seen much from him lately, but um, I'd, be, I'd be willing to bet he's going to get some big hits this weekend. And mm-hmm. T.A., uh, we saw against Tulane, I mean, he might strike out three times in a game, but when it's crunch time, he's going yeah. to deliver. Well, like you said, best style on the team. I was <laughs> doubting it for a little bit, and then you're like, dude, he's got it right here. <laughs> yeah. That was, oh, that was so fun. He got interviewed after the game. It was like, I knew going in, like I had three strikeouts coming in, but... The mentality never changes, mm-hmm. and so that's that's huge coming from a veteran guy, you know, because you know he's going to be preaching that to the younger guys on the team. So that's yeah. really really big. But um, we have had some defensive issues. Um, yeah. What do you think about Cameron James? Seem seems like every other game is amazing, and then yeah. the others are are, are not. So. Yeah. So I know we mentioned this last time. His his tournament in Texas was not good at the plate. But he didn't seem to be too bad in the field. Mm-hmm. And then since then, he's been really good at the plate with three home runs, but has committed maybe like five errors. Seems like it. Something like that. And so Lamonis was on an interview, and he said that throughout the whole fall and uh, like fall Bulldog World Series, whatever, he didn't commit a single error. And so you know that defensive talent is there. You know, I mean, kind of like the batting, like the more reps come in, you got to feel like he's going to be more comfortable. It's his first year starting at shortstop. So you think it's just early season baseball, basically? Yeah, I mean, baseball is weird like that. I mean, yeah. we we could drop a weird game here and there, just like Cameron James can drop a, a weird ground ball here and mm-hmm. there. So uh, baseball is just weird like that, and you're going to have early season struggles, but you're really hoping that he can figure that out by SEC play, or we might be looking for a new shortstop. Yeah, but. one bright spot we've had in our middle infield, Scotty DeBrule. Scotty DeBrule, yeah, absolutely. What a guy. Like, I mean, getting on base and been pretty much exactly what you want from a second baseman he's not going to hit for power we know that by now but uh a steady second baseman yeah and, uh, I, I like the bro i like it i requested to follow him on instagram four days ago and haven't I, gotten accepted yet he's a busy guy you know you know busy guy <laughs> new to mississippi state i'm sure he's just uh trying to trying to catch on to the... yeah, there's so much to do <laughs> okay uh, and you know what tonight we are not playing tennessee tech we're not. We were playing Kent State. Yeah. So that was a it was a late little switch there. Yeah. Tennessee Tech. Uh, apparently there was some contact tracing or COVID going on there. So um, we had to switch gears really quick to a team that ironically swept Tennessee <laughs> Tech this week this weekend this past weekend. So uh, we're playing Kent State. Yeah. Which it was a really that? weird situation because 
when everything was going on, it was just after the whole Tate Reeves thing came out about the 100% attendance mm-hmm. in outdoor venues. Everyone's like, yeah, Mississippi State's about to release some stuff. And it's like, oh, Mississippi State is looking for a new opponent <laughs> on Saturday and, uh, for the weekend series. Maybe, maybe Tennessee Tech didn't want anything to do with a full capacity duty noble field. It, it was really weird. Like, I, I don't know, but I, I'm glad we got Kent State. Uh, their RPI is way higher. Yeah, it, it, it'll be a good win if we win. Yeah. yeah, and for those of you who don't know what RPI is, don't worry because neither do Hunter and me. So it um, won't matter uh, until <laughs> a little bit later when yeah, we know so what it is. It just really, um, it depends on like strength of schedule and strength of record, whatever. But uh, which is really hard to measure at the beginning of a season because yeah, so. you beat someone and then they have no wins. It's kind of yeah. just it's toss up. So Tennessee Tech, for reference, they had a RPI of 156, which is really low. And Kent State, uh, on the complete si- other side of the spectrum, they have a RPI of 27. That's so, so weird. A sweep against them would look a lot better than a sweep against Tennessee Tech. Yeah. And uh, even though, I mean, Tennessee Tech, I mean, they're a team that's had some success in the past couple of years. Home winning, run year? Winning in the regional in Oxford a couple of years ago, that was really fun. Yeah. So can't ever let them forget that. But um, – Really looking forward to playing Kent State, and uh, they might have a good pitcher. Yeah, um, I, I did some quick research because you know we've only known about the, this game happening for like a day, yeah. and I, I figured out that they have a really really good pitcher, Luke yeah. Albright. Yeah, had like a two point four ERA in twenty nineteen, like really good. Just have like nice change up and everything. Think, yeah, good, good breaking balls. I don't think he's gonna touch like. Uh, mid to upper 90s or anything like that but uh, really good breaking balls good curveball good slider and um, you know what he could be a crafty guy like Oltoff and could have us on our toes the the, the, the whole game so got to look out for that I'm sure they could be like a two-lane team that is maybe good with starting pitching but might not have as deep a bullpen yeah. just because you know smaller teams like that just tend to not have a good bullpen they, they but, do have two batters uh, batting around like 411 or something yeah, yeah, like we did look, and they're not a big home run hitting team. But I mean, you talk about a team they get on base and run for average and getting on base. I mean, that's them. And so, a Mississippi State team that um, has starting pitching wise has just been putting guys on base to lead off innings, whether it's by walks, hit by pitch, giving up hits. That could that could be pretty dangerous. But yeah. um, hopefully, we'll throw a lot of people out at second. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you can hope for. I mean, Logan Tanner continuing to have just an incredible Logan year. Logan Tanner should have a really good weekend because yeah. they should be sending them yeah. often. I mean, it's a team that, I mean, playing in Duty Noble Field doesn't really have too much to lose, I don't feel like. I yeah. mean, you get swept by Mississippi State, It's a you're getting swept by the number three team in the country. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's going to look that bad, so you might as well try to score as many runs as possible. Yeah, and what you going to do, lose? Yeah, <laughs> but... Yeah, and you know what? You know what we forgot last week? We forgot to, the oversight of actually having midweeks. Yeah, so. yeah. We kind of forgot about that. And so uh, this week we're actually going to talk about our midweeks coming up. Yeah, and we actually and, have two of them. So yeah, real fun. Maybe we'll get both of these. Yeah, maybe so. So we've got uh, one that's um, not as good, and then a, a really good competitive game should be. So we get starting off with Grambling next Tuesday. That yeah. should be fun. And one hope I have from this is that our bats come alive because Grambling has gotten scored by like more than 11 twice. Yeah. And that that seems like 
hoping we can score double digits. Yeah, the first time it'd, be, it'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Or second time. I think we scored 11 against Texas Tech. But uh, that, that, What a weird game. <laughs> uh, and then we're uh, going Wednesday, uh, going to host Louisiana Lafayette. So. Yeah. Uh, they won two out of three against Tulane as well. Yeah. Altoff got them at the first game, you know. <laughs> They're another team. Reaper of souls. <laughs> it's been a victim of uh, Brandon Altoff, but... Uh, they just like us. They they won two out of three against Tulane, like you said. Really good hitting team, and uh, gotta be gotta be worried about them when they get into your bullpen. So, um, like we said, we just don't want to forget about those midweeks because before we talk to you guys again, we will have played a weekend series and then those two games, and hope it'll, hopefully we'll be five and zero. Oh, but yeah. uh, it's baseball, so it's you really so never weird. know. Um, actually, really really interested to see who the two starters against Grambling and, and Lafayette will be. Uh, you yeah, never, two midweeks, yeah. Haven't had that yet. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really assuming Houston Harding will be one of those games. Probably Do we save Kessler? I'm still thinking Kessler is a bullpen arm. Um, for, for those of us that are really wishing Will Bedner is back, maybe he'll get one of those starts so his first start won't be like during a weekend series yeah. and maybe ease him back in with a uh, three or four pitch out. Uh, what are you three, talking about? He's going to be our long reliever Friday. Oh uh, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> Guarantee you that is not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe like a, a good three or four inning uh, appearance, and then you know could possibly be ready by that weekend or the next weekend. So um, just just looking forward to that. I really hope we see Will Bedner this year. But um, you yeah, know, there's it's just you know what's Mississippi State season without losing a pitcher early? Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so JT again. Oof, don't oof. <laughs> <sighs> Not hoping that on him. What are you talking about? He only pitched when he was cold once, and then his shoulders started hurting. But you know what? Didn't hurt his draft stock that much. He's doing great things right now. And spring training with the Mets. So proud of JT Gill. Yeah, can't wait to see him ball out. Okay, you know what time it is. I think it's time for Instagram questions. Easiest part of this. Okay, first question is from Drew Robinson, which... You know, Drew has asked a lot of questions here, going for two. Some really good ones. Re- really, really good ones. He got it, let us kind of rag on the Dodgers yeah. last week. Uh, Always. Totally unintentional. <laughs> Didn't mean to do that. But I, I just want to send a thank you out to Drew Robinson. Yeah. Very, very loyal listener. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. Great so friend. His question is, could you explain why Vandy is so good at baseball, but laughably bad at football? All right, so I'll lead off talking about baseball, and you can finish off with the football aspect. So baseball, incredibly weird sport, um, whereas in most college athletics you get like at least enough uh, scholarships to cover a decent amount of a starting rotation or a starting, starting team, but in college baseball you get 11.7 scholarships, which are divided among like 40 guys. And so you got guys getting half scholarships, fourth scholarships. You have really You know good, it only makes sense. I mean, you have really good players like Jake Mangum playing without a scholarship for 4 years. Um, just really weird instances like that and Vanderbilt doesn't have a limit on scholarships. So private schools. Weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they can they can recruit um, a lot deeper than most teams can. Not saying that Mississippi State is struggling with recruiting at all. A lot of a lot of guys will come here even if they have to pay for it. So um, but Vanderbilt is definitely, definitely at a, at an advantage there yeah. against most teams in the country. Yeah, and I think in in like baseball, getting one or two recruits can change your whole season. I mean, you get an ace on your team. Maybe two a guy like maybe a guy like Kumar Rocker or Jack Leader for never Vanderbilt. step off Leader. <laughs> um, that that could be 
all that you need to yeah. to win a national championship because yeah. you you score uh, one or two runs in those games. You yeah. got to trust that, that those that's guys. A game, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Yeah, and it would be easy to just be like, yeah, Derek Mason bad, but you know they've they've been worse before Derek Mason, yeah. but but now he's out of there, and maybe Clark Lee can do some good stuff coming from Notre Dame. So I mean, may, maybe no. I don't know. Vanderbilt like could technically be okay. Kevin Seals looks. Yeah, I mean, don't they beat Ole Miss every now and then? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've heard Ole Miss doesn't lose the bad teams though, so like I don't. Debatable. Nah, yeah, Vanderbilt must be good then. Okay, <laughs> next question is um, from RT Bowler. Have we seen this baseball team at their best yet? Uh, I'm gonna give that one a pretty resounding no. I think that we've got a lot. What if you better... only count the ni- the ninth inning? Is we might have seen, we, we might have seen some of the best ninth innings that we're going to see this year. A walk off grand slam is about as good as it gets. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, in terms of just this team putting it all together, we haven't seen uh, a good starting pitching performance in a weekend series yet. Which is really, I mean, you, you could look at it as a negative, but that's really yeah. We're not good playing our best, forward. but we're. We're six and two. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think we're going to be good there. Um, when, once Cameron James shows up at shortstop, I think we're going to be a really good defensive mm-hmm. team. Um, and you got guys that are you know not even starting every game. Like Brad Cumbus is really good bat, and he only starts you know when we're facing a left-handed pitcher. Yeah. So I mean we're we're a deep team. We're a good team, and uh, when we put it all together, we're going to be we're going to prove that we're one of the top three teams. Yeah. Um, I, I think that goes pretty well into this question from Brooks Taylor. Is Tulane good again, or was it just an off weekend? Uh, I think it's really a combination of both of those. Yeah. I think they're really good, and we had an off weekend. Like, yeah, I mean, Olsoff is a is an All American pitcher. Gonna, that game went about as it should have. Gonna get for drafted. The, like four errors by Cameron, but you know what? Yeah, came I mean, back. Yeah, there was like a phantom hit by pitch there, but all in all, Brendan Olsoff is really good. He uh, he deserved a win in that game, and he got it. Uh, but other than the ninth inning of games two and three, I mean... It wasn't looking too hot. We, we, it was an off weekend, for sure, uh, batting-wise, but um, we, we got it done. Tulane's bullpen is... Tulane it's is either very, that or cardiac dogs. Tulane is a very good team other than their bullpen. I, I'll, I'll say Maybe that. they can show that up yeah. as the season goes on. I'm glad we maybe, maybe it's good enough to win, like... American Conference. Probably series. didn't meet them later in the season when they have like a bullpen figured out. That'd be <laughs> we we might have gotten swept. Three. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we were, were so close to getting swept. Yeah, that doesn't get talked about enough. Yeah. <laughs> the, oh, we could. Mm. So, uh, Brooke, what would we be ranked? Do you think if we got swept? Uh, I think that Tulane might have jumped up into the rankings, and mm-hmm. we would probably be somewhere around 15, 16. That seems about right. Yeah, I was thinking seventeen. I mean, Ole Miss dropped a series against UCF and went from one to six. Um, but if they had gotten swept, it could have been you know down to nine or ten. Hey, don't talk to us if your team's not top three, right? Don't talk to us if your team has lost a series. So, <laughs> come uh, be me. I love baseball, kinda. I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm starting to like this. Okay, and then our last question is from Nathan Taylor. What do you think about moving Scotty DeBrule up to leadoff? Uh, absolutely in favor of that. Yeah, I, I love it. I mean, he's a guy that, like we said earlier, he gets on base, he hits for contact. And as crazy as it sounds to not have a Mississippi State center fielder leading off for us and Rowdy Jordan or a guy like Jake Mangum for the past four years. Dude, who's um, Jake? 
Um, Rowdy Jordan is a guy that's going to hit for power, so I would rather him come up in more opportunities with guys on base, mm-hmm. so that you know if he does hit a home run, it's going to be a two or three run shot. Going to be going to be a two or three run shot rather than a solo shot. Mm-hmm. It just kind of makes sense there, and um, both guys are going to get on base, so you might as well put the guy that's going to hit for power back in the lineup. So yeah, that, that seems to make sense. Maybe we should write that into Lamonas. I'm sure he hasn't thought about it. <laughs> Yeah, but um, I mean, Rowdy's a great hitter. Like I said, he's probably going to pick it up again this weekend. Mm-hmm. Just had a didn't have this his uh, his Texas series again. Didn't hit three home runs. So yeah, you know, I was really expecting that. I was really expecting him to hit twenty five home runs this year. Yeah, it seems about right. Brent Rooker type type beat, but no. And I think everyone, that's going to be it for today's show. Um, thank you for listening. And if anyone has any questions, please just send them our way on Instagram. It'd be great to hear from y'all. Yeah. As always, it's just so great to bring this podcast to you guys. I love baseball season. Hunter's getting there. Yeah, it's growing on me. Yeah, and so we're looking forward to a great weekend series against uh, Kent State and some great midweeks coming up next week. Uh, Can't wait to come back to you guys next week. And until then, peace. Can't believe we're facing off against Nick Saban's alma mater. wonder if he's going to start at second base for him. I don't think so. I doubt it. I don't think there's any eligibility left. It seems unlikely. Isn't this where LeBron went to college? He didn't go to college.